Well, you might have noticed there tends to be a stark binary when it comes to coverage of modern wars, the us versus them paradigm or the West versus the rest. It's never that simple, though. If anything, Russia's war against Ukraine has put into sharp focus the new world order and how it's rapidly evolving. Overnight, the UN General, General Assembly approved a non-binding resolution that calls for Russia to end hostilities in Ukraine and withdraw its forces. It passed 141 to 7 with 32 abstentions. India was one of the nations that chose to abstain. Kanwal Sibyl is a former Foreign Secretary of India. Uh, welcome to you, Kanwal. Why did India decline the opportunity to condemn Russia on the world stage, do you think? No, because uh, I think uh, we made the assessment, as did many other countries, that although Russia has invaded uh, Ukraine, uh, but uh, the whole thing didn't begin on February 24. Uh, the, it was actually something that uh, was in the offing, uh, President Putin, right from 2007, when he spoke at the Munich Security Conference, warned the West against uh, membership of uh, Georgia and Ukraine into NATO. <clears throat> and uh, if you read the book of the present CIA director, William Burns, who was with me as ambassador to Moscow, and we had some exchanges uh, there. Uh, in his book, he actually says that twice he sent uh, sent telegrams to uh, Washington, uh, to the State Department, not to cross this reddest of red lines of uh, Russia, on which there was consensus much beyond the Kremlin, which actually uh, was that of the Russian uh, society at large. But he said the, his uh, appeals were ignored and uh, Washington went ahead. Now, after that, as you know, uh, there were the Maidan riots and then Yankovic was ousted. Um, the new government came into power. Then there was this whole business about what happened in eastern Ukraine. Uh, there was the Minsk agreements. Actually, that was a wonderful opportunity uh, to have uh, found a negotiated solution. And this was an agreement that was ratified by the UN Security Council, which means even by the United States and, and the European permanent members of the Security Council. And what they, the, what, the, what these uh, resolutions envisaged was actually preservation of Ukrainian sovereignty, barring Crimea. Uh, but as you know, P Chancellor Merkel, President Hollande and Prime Minister Johnson have now admitted that uh, there was no real serious intention to implement these agreements because they wanted to give time. I do want to come uh, back to, to, to yeah, your. Exactly. I do want to come to your country. I'm just curious about whether regular Indian people feel, you know, that Russia has done something wrong here. Do they feel that this is simply more about India's grievances with the West? If you can just give me an idea or a glimpse into that well, sentiment. It's, it's it's more complicated than that. Of course, the Indian public is not uh, happy about what this is happening because the price is being paid uh, by the, the developing countries with food, fuel, and fertilizer shortages. And not only that, uh, it is it has caused inflation. It will lead to recession in the advanced economies, which will then affect the global economy as a whole, including India's economy. So it's not a happy scenario. But India's but trade with Russia hand, has increased 400%. Well, what is India selling or trading with Russia? Notably, we know it's arms. 
No, on the contrary. In fact, the, the trade gap has widened enormously. Uh, it, it, you know, the, we want to sell more to Russia, but it's not easy to sell because there are very difficult payment issues because of sanctions. So we are buying a lot of oil uh, from them and fertilizer, uh, and that has uh, <laughs> boosted the trade trade deficit. And while we can send pharmaceuticals uh, and you know agriculture products and this and that, but it's not easy. Uh, how how do they pay us? How do we pay them? We try to find some kind of a rupee-ruble arrangement, but it doesn't work uh, too well. So there is no there is no uh, boosting of our ties with Russia uh, beyond the fact that uh, given the fact that we are an energy-hungry economy, 80% of our energy is imported. And for every single $1 increase in the price of oil, our bill, national bill goes up by $1 billion. So if we can buy discounted Russian oil, uh, why not? I mean, we, we need it for our, for our people. And simply because Europe doesn't want to buy oil, uh, is no reason why we should not buy oil. So that's the... Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say only 33 countries have imposed sanctions on Russia. Uh, do you think Vladimir Putin is really uh, that isolated? As the US president has said on countless occasions, he clearly still has something of a relationship with, with your country, India. No, it's more than that. Uh, he has very good relationship, excellent relationship with China. He has good, very good relations with many of the ASEAN countries. With India, there's a traditional friendship. With Africa, as you see, uh, in, in, in sub-Saharan Africa, in North Africa, they are doing very well. With South Africa as a member of BRICS. Uh, Latin America, uh, many countries in Latin America, Brazil is a member of BRICS. Argentina, even they, though they may have voted in favor of the resolution, actually uh, is pretty uh, close to Russia. And in fact, uh, they make the point at diplomatic level that the United States has intervened so many times in Argentinian affairs, but Russia has never done that. So to say they're isolated is not true. Yes, they're isolated in Europe. They're isolated in the North Atlantic Alliance. But beyond that, certainly not. Kanwal Sibyl is a foreign, uh, former foreign secretary of India here on RN Drive. We're talking about India's decision overnight to abstain from voting in a UN resolution calling Russia to end hostilities in Ukraine and withdraw its forces. In the past six weeks, the Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, has visited nine countries in Africa and the Middle East, including South Africa. Uh, this has not happened overnight. I mean, Russia's really formed these relationships over some time, as you were alluding to earlier. You know, when the Soviet, when Russia was the Soviet Union, if you like, um, a lot of Africans were educated in the Patrice Lumumba University. Of course, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, uh, much of this relationship uh, in training the African elites uh, collapsed. But now they are doing it. And, and you've seen that uh, now they are also entering into security domain in uh, Mali, in Burkina Faso, in the Central uh, Asian, the Central African Republic. So they are actually now uh, trying to recover the lost ground in Africa. Even the United States now is paying much greater attention to Africa. Europe has lost ground in Africa. So there's a severe competition uh, that is going on. And Russia is trying to demonstrate with Lavrov's tour that contrary to what the Americans or others say, they are not isolated, and which is true. But certainly they are under pressure, and they have to fight very hard uh, to uh, maintain their uh, diplomatic uh, 
relations, uh, not diplomatic relations, maintain their presence and develop it further in a whole lot of countries to precisely demonstrate that they're not isolated, but more than that, also to find new markets because they need them. Uh, and this is part of the larger larger drive, diplomatic drive that Lavrov is engaged in. We'll have to leave it there. Kanwal Sibyl is a former Foreign Secretary of India. Thanks for your time this afternoon. My pleasure. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.